0: Lekut HaSichis, Volume 17, Tazria 3, the name of the article, The Shabbat Candles. From the verse, All the days the lesion is upon him, he shall dwell isolated, his dwelling shall be outside the camp. Our sages conclude, quote, his dwelling, his dwelling, i.e. where he sits or stands, is impure. And... Maimonides Laws of the Impurity of Leprosy Chapter 10 Law 12 I quote The impurity of the building which the afflicted person enters is derived from the phrase outside the camp where he dwells Implied is that just as he is impure his dwelling is impure Now the Mishnah in Tractic Negaim." Chapter 13, Mishnah 11. I quote, If a Mitzorah, one who has tzaras, biblical leprosy, which is not a natural medical skin illness, if a Mitzorah entered a house of a friend without the friend's permission, vessels become unclean immediately. Rabbi Yehuda says, Only if the Mitzorah stayed there as much time as is required for the lighting of a lamp. Now Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning is, being that the verse states his dwelling, therefore if the Mitzorah enters without permission into a friend's house, it isn't considered his. However, if the owner doesn't tell him to leave, then it is as if the owner is granting the Mitzorah permission to stay, and the house enters into the category of his dwelling, now, how long does the owner have to tell him to leave? Rabbi Yehuda states, as much time as is required for the lighting of a lamp. However, once the owner had time enough to, quote-unquote, turn on the light and still doesn't make the mitzora leave, this is considered his granting the mitzora permission to stay. The Rebbe's father, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak a great Kabbalist, explains this according to Kabbalah. He says that house refers to the tenth and lowest emanation, that of kingship, which descends into the lower worlds of separation. And the impurity of Taras is the outcome of the departure of the light of the emanation of wisdom from kingship. Hence... As long as the house owner is still occupied with lighting the candle, which is about drawing the light of wisdom, this does not allow for the impurity of Tzeras to spread throughout the house. Rabbi Levi Levi Yitzchak then concludes with, Just as the purification of the mitzora is through the Kohen, which the Kohen is the one who draws down the light of wisdom. Now the commentaries in explaining why the owner can't tell the mature to leave while he is lighting the candle, explain that the Mishnah is speaking of the time it takes to light the Shabbat candles, during which one cannot speak. Meaning that when Rabbi Levitzok states that lighting the candles blocks the impurity of tzerahs from spreading throughout the house, he is speaking specifically of the Shabbat candles. The reason being. Because the reason why the sages instituted the mitzvah of lighting Shabbat candles is, I quote you from the Talmud, due to peace in the home, which our commentaries explain, without the light of the lamp, the family would be pain to sit in the dark. And the mug of Ram in the code of Jewish law, he says, more specifically, because of peace at home, that they will not stumble over a stick or stone, meaning that the Shabbos candles are all about not letting undesirable events take place in the home. Hence, they protect the home from the impurity of Taras as well. Now, the question begs to be asked, any physical light, not only that of a mitzvah, Shabbos candles, protects from stumbling. The answer is that it is not always so. Sometimes having light can bring to conflict as one sees the body language of the other when the other is being disrespectful, etc. It is specifically the light of, I quote to you King Solomon's verse in Proverbs, a commandment is a candle and the Torah is light, which Maimonides states, the entire Torah was given to bring about peace within the world. It's only that light that ensures the light bring only to peace. However, it is specifically the mitzvah of lighting, a physical candle, and not any other mitzvah, which also brings about a commandment is a candle and the Torah is light only on a spiritual level. That it's only the one that's physical that protects from the deep impurity of tzaras. Our sages state, and I quote, one who is accustomed to lights will be rewarded and have children who are Torah scholars, lights of wisdom. And Rashi explains on this Talmud, as it is written, for the commandment is a lamp and Torah is a light, through the light of the commandment of Shabbat and Chanukah comes the light of Torah. So we see clearly that we're talking about not any mitzvah, which every mitzvah brings spiritual light and is a spiritual candle. We're talking about specifically the mitzvah of lighting physical candles. Now, with this understanding, that mitzvot of lighting candles producing physical light, we can understand the teaching of our sages. The verse says, outside the curtain of the testimony, Aaron shall set it, the menorah lights up. Now, the Talmud says, is testimony to mankind that the divine presence rests among Israel. That's why the verse says, outside the curtain of the testimony. Then the Talmud continues, What is the testimony? Rav said that the westernmost lamp in which the measure of oil placed was the same measure of oil that was placed in the other lamps, and nevertheless, he would light the others from it, and with it he would conclude. In other words, the westernmost lamp would continue burning throughout the day after all the others were extinguished. The rest of the lamps burned only through the night. And each night he would relight the rest of the lamps from the westernmost lamp. This is a miracle. If the westernmost lamp had the same amount of oil like the rest, it should sort have of extinguished itself at the same time. And yet it didn't. Now there's a question. Why is the miracle of the candle a testimony to mankind when? First of all, the Mishnah tells us in ethics of our fathers there were 10 miracles taking place at the holy temple. And second of all, the miracle of the menorah light took place inside the temple, unlike other miracles that took place outside. So why are we saying that only this mitzvah is the testimony to all of the people of the world that God's presence is with us? However, as explained, it is the miracle of a physical mitzvah light that brings peace and hence testimony to all of mankind of God's presence. Now, the concept of the entire Torah was given to bring about peace within the world is to bring peace between mankind and God, that even though God hid himself within his glove of mother nature, nevertheless, Torah and Mitzvot reveal to us that there is an owner to this palace, meaning earth. And this is expressed specifically in the light of the Shabbat candles, not even just the Hanukkah candles, but specifically the Shabbat candles, as Shabbat bears testimony that God created the world in six days and on the seventh rested. Hence, the power of the Shabbat candles is, quote they will not stumble over a stick or stone. Now, the wording is precise, why? Because, The wording is referring to the idolatry that Jeremiah speaks of. I quote you, verse, chapter 2, verse 27. They said to the wood, you are my father, and to the stone, you bore us. This is why it is specifically the mitzvah of Shabbat candles that refrains the impurity of Tsaras, which bears the intense punishment of he shall dwell isolated. Because the Mitzorah's intense sin of gossiping leads to, I quote to you now from Maimonides, it says that ultimately gossip will lead to, quote, talk against God and to deny God's existence entirely idolatry, hence the need for the Shabbat candles, which protects one from the idolatry of not stumbling over a stick or stone. Rabbi Levi concludes with, quote, just as the purification of the Metzorah is through the Kohen. By doing this, Rabbi Levi is taking this to a higher level. The Kohen even purifies, it doesn't just protect from spreading, it purifies, meaning transformation of darkness to light one who has tzeras, taking him from the negative he shall dwell isolated to the blessing mentioned in the book of Numbers. It is a nation that dwell alone. And in Deuteronomy, thus Israel dwells in safety isolated in Jacob's fountain. Now this is the isolation of goodness. So too Shabbat candles transforms the darkness of exile into the redemption of lights. Of, I quote to you from the Yalkut Shimoni: quote, I will show you the lights of Zion. And I quote to you from Isaiah chapter 60, verse 19, God shall be to you for an everlasting light. And I quote to you from Psalms chapter 139, verse 12, the night will light up like day. That is the power of the Shabbat candles to transform darkness into light and the isolation of negativity light into the greatest level of isolation of pure holiness. We now understand the importance in these darkest days of exile that each and every girl from the age of education should light their own Shabbos candles, bringing them the protection and light of the Shabbos candles to guide them and to illuminate their ways. Additionally, this will bring them the blessing of marrying a Torah scholar and quote, one who is accustomed to lights will be rewarded and have children who are Torah scholars.